what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. Hundreds of newscasters repeating the same thing. It's like they're reading off the same page. But most of what they're telling you is false. It's death in the pot. And people are sitting in front of their television sets, their phones, and they're swallowing this garbage left and right. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. And how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. Have your Bibles this morning, turn with me, please, to the book of Second Kings. The book of Second Kings, chapter four. Second Kings, chapter four. Move down, if you will, to verse thirty-eight. And Elisha came again to Gilgal, and there was a dearth in the land, and the sons of the prophets were sitting before him. And he said unto his servant, Set on the great pot, and seethe pottage for the sons of the prophets. And one went out into the field to gather herbs, and found a wild vine, and gathered thereof wild gourds his lap full, and came and shred them into the pot of pottage, for they knew them not. So they poured out for the men to eat, and it came to pass as they were eating of the pottage, that they cried out and said, O thou man of God, there is death in the pot. And they could not eat thereof. But Elisha said, Bring meal. And he cast it into the pot, and he said, Pour out for the people that they may eat. And there was no harm in the pot. I want to use for a subject this morning, preaching a few minutes, Death in the Pot. At the time of our passage today, in verse 38, the Bible says that there was a dearth in the land, a famine in the land. This famine that we see taking place in the physical was but an echo of their spiritual condition. As we look at our country today, America is in a time of dearth and famine. Stephanie and John are taking food over to the blessings box twice a week now. And every time they go, the box is emptied out. Because people are struggling to put food on the table. People are having to make some hard decisions in this economy. Do I get the medications that I need this week, or do I put food on the table so I can eat? That's where we're at right now. At the time of the passage in which I've just read to you, Israel was a divided nation. The northern kingdom of Israel versus Judah, the southern kingdom of Israel. As we look at our situation here in America today, 
Our nation has never been more divided than it is right now. We're divided every way that you can think and imagine. There were two leaders in charge in Israel of that day. You had Jehoram, the king of Israel, the northern kingdom. And then you had Jehoshaphat, who was king of Judah. The Bible says that Jehoram did evil in the sight of the Lord. You can read about that in 2 Kings chapter 3. The Bible says that he cleaved to the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, that made Israel to sin, and he departed not therefrom. Jeroboam set up two gold calves in his kingdom and established a feast very similar to that of the Passover. They offered up sacrifices to these gold calves, but it had absolutely nothing to do with God. God's sacrifice always had to do with the sins of mankind. In this of which Jeroboam did, the offering up of the sacrifices to the calves had nothing to do with sin. Sin was not addressed. It was just window dressing to appease the people. I wonder today how much so-called gospel goes forth that will not address the sin issue. It is the same as Jeroboam of old. And here Jehoram now is promoting the policies of a past administration. When we look at what's going on in our country today with President Joe Biden, he's doing the exact same thing of a previous administration, the Obama administration. I'm just trying to draw a parallel from Israel of old to what we see happening today. Let's take a look at Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. Jehoshaphat was a godly man. The Bible tells us that God established the kingdom in his hand because his heart was toward God. God blessed him. But Jehoshaphat wasn't perfect. Jehoshaphat formed unholy alliances with the kings of the north, and it got him into trouble. He formed an alliance with Ahab, and likely died. He formed an alliance with Ahab's son, Ahaziah. He built some cargo ships, and a storm came and destroyed all of them, like the wrecked the southern kingdom of Judah economically. And then he formed an alliance with Jehoram to put down the Moabite rebellion and like lost his life in that situation so although he had a heart for God he had a problem forming unholy alliances with these ungodly kings 
And because of all of this, the whole nation suffered. The Bible says that there was dearth in the land. There was a famine in the land. And folks, when we look at America today, you can blame it on Obama. You can blame it on Trump. You can blame it on Biden. You can go as far back as you want to go. But the reason we're in the mess we're in today is because the pulpit in America is not as it ought to be. There is no hardcore preaching of the gospel today. Some would listen to me right now so far in this message. You say, Brother James, you sure are mighty political today. You sure are mighty negative today. You know, if you would stop being so political and you would stop being so negative, maybe you can get on some of these other radio stations. I'm not backing down. I'm not changing the message. Could grace and mercy. Somebody needs to stand up and tell the truth. Lord, help us today. We need preachers that's got a backbone. Instead of preaching cotton candy, cream puff, cupcake messages. Most of our hardcore preachers that used to have a microphone and would stand for the things of God, they've gone on to be with the Lord now. And now all we're stuck with is pussyfoot and puppet sissies that are scared to preach the truth of God's word. They want to sugarcoat everything. They won't deal with sin. They want to tell you how to be a better you and how to make more money. That's what it's all about today. Getting butts in the pews and money in the offering plate. And we'll do whatever we got to do to make it happen. God, give us some preachers that are anointed. God, give us preachers that are full of the Holy Ghost. God, give us preachers that are fresh from the prayer closet. God, give us preachers that will pour out what God has poured in and I'll shell it down and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the only way you're going to get to heaven is through and by Jesus Christ, who he is and what he did at Calvary. Jesus Christ is the only way. No man cometh unto the Father but by me, Jesus said. One particular popular preacher the other day was asked that question. Is Jesus the only way to heaven? Oh, well, I believe, you know, you know if a good Muslim, you know, if he goes according to the Quran, I, I think God will accept that. Hireling, false prophet. Poison, death in the pot. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, Dana put it up on the screen. The Bible tells us what to expect when you obey God. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 11. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. In the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, in the fruit of thy ground. Verse 12. The Lord shall open unto thee the good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. Thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. 
If thou will hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day, to observe and to do them. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods and to serve them. Stop right there. The reason our country has enjoyed the blessings that we've enjoyed is because our country is founded on this Bible that I hold in my hands. And there are people in this country that try to live by what is written in this book. It's not because of Donald Trump or any other policy by any politician. The blessings in this country has nothing to do with our military might has nothing to do with our educational institutions. But the blessings in this country is because of people that carry a Bible under their arm to church every Sunday, but most of all, they carry the Word of God in their hearts, and they walk out what God has worked in. That's why this country is blessed, Amen. to the extent that it is, or has been. Now, right up under that, here's what to expect when you disobey God. Verse 15, it shall come to pass. Deuteronomy 28, verse 15. If thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day, all of these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Move down to verse 37. Thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations, whether the Lord shall lead thee. The leadership in this nation right now is an embarrassment. We have become the laughing stock of the whole world. Verse 28. Thou shalt carry much seed out into the field, and shalt gather but little in, for the locust shall consume it. Thou shalt plant vineyards and dress them, but thou shalt neither drink of the wine nor gather of the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. Thou shalt have olive trees throughout all thy coast, but thou shalt not anoint thyself with the oil. For thine olive shall cast his fruit. Verse 42, all the trees and the fruit of the land shall the locusts consume. This speaks of inflation and famine. Putting in the hours, bringing home the check, but having very little left over when you pay your bills. There's a lot of people struggling to put food on the table these days. Verse 41, look at that. Thou shalt beget sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. Our public schools today are more interested in teaching our kids how to be homosexuals than they are teaching them the things of God. We're losing our children today to bondage. That only God can deliver them from. I don't know. I go out in the public once in a while. I live a very sheltered life. 
I don't get out much. But what little bit I do everywhere I go, even driving down the road, I smell marijuana. Marijuana. Now, friend, it's tough when you're riding in your car down the road and you can smell it coming from the car in front of you. Somebody's getting towed up. We went to an eating establishment this week. Sitting there in the parking lot waiting for them to bring the food out and you can smell marijuana around the corner. Now, I don't know if it was an employee or if it was just somebody visiting there to eat or whatever, but they like to have never got our order straight. How many people in this country are so stoned out of their minds they don't even know what they are doing? And alcohol. Over 20 million alcoholics in this nation today. When the pandemic was going on, can't go to church. That's non-essential. But the liquor stores was open. You could go to the liquor store and get all the Jack Daniels you wanted, but you couldn't go to the church. That's our government at work. Evil, wicked, ungodly. Why things so bad in the country, Brother James? Because we've left this book right here. And we have brought a curse upon ourselves. Let me show you how bad it is. Look at verse 43. Deuteronomy 28, verse 43. He said, The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. Do you realize that China owns most of the power grid in America? A lot of the equipment that controls the power that you get in your house came from China. And they've got back doors of how they can get in there and manipulate things. Are you hearing me? China right now owns 384,000 acres of American farmland. You think of that. He said, you'll have to borrow money. Right now, the national debt is now at $31.5 trillion dollars. trillion dollars. It rolls off the tongue so easily. It goes past your ears and it enters into your mind, but you cannot comprehend what I have just said. So let me put it into perspective for you. One million seconds ago equals 11 days ago. One billion seconds ago is equivalent to 31 years ago. The year is 1992. I was half the man I am now, and I had her. One billion seconds ago. Now, this is going to shock some of you. One trillion seconds ago 
is equivalent to 31,710 years ago. Now you think of that. $31.5 trillion is the national debt. If every person in America was to pay their share of that, you owe $95,000. But let's just say right now, that every one of you in this room, every one of you listening by radio, the internet, CD, everyone in America right now had the $95,000 to pay, and we were to send it in to Uncle Sam by the end of this week. The idiots that we got running the country right now wouldn't use it to pay that $31.5 trillion that we owe. They'll waste it on more foolishness, ladies and gentlemen. God help us. Verse 45. He said, Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue thee and overtake thee, till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. In just a few weeks, it'll be the 4th of July, and we'll be singing, God bless America. But the truth of the matter is, God has cursed America because we have left the Word of God. Amen. Sure, mighty negative today, preacher. Somebody's got to tell the truth. There's plenty of preachers out there that'll sugarcoat everything and, and just draw a crowd, but somebody's got to stand up and tell the truth. You don't hear much of this kind of preaching today because we're not given the microphone. We're not given the platform. The news media, I just saw something this week of how many networks, hundreds of them, they were recorded on different topics and they were all saying the exact same thing verbatim. Hundreds of newscasters repeating the same thing. It's like they're reading off the same page. You said how true, and I wish it was true, but most of what they're telling you is false. It's death in the pot. And people are sitting in front of their television sets. They're looking at their phones and they're swallowing this garbage left and right. And the things that are really important get ignored. Now, what's the answer to all of this? I'm going to tell you what the answer is. It's the same answer that Elisha gave to the sons of the prophets. They were sitting before Elisha. 2 Kings 4 verse 38. And Elisha said to his servant. Set on the great pot. And seethe pottage. For the sons of the prophets. God has set on a great pot. For all of humanity. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Everything that we need. Is in the pot. Everything you need is in the book, the Word of God.
2 Peter 1 verse 3. The Bible tells us, according as His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue. Everything you need is found in the Word of God. And when you read and study this book, you'll find that there is a thin red line from Genesis to Revelation, and it leads to the cross of Jesus Christ. The story of the Bible is the story of the cross. And everything that we need is in the cross. There's prosperity in the cross. There's healing in the cross. The answer for the famine that our nation is going through right now, the answer is found in the cross of Jesus Christ. And I'm trying to sit on the great pot. And there's good pottage in the pot. I said there's good pottage in the pot. It's all in the Word of God. Dip in deep and get you out of bowl this morning and eat out of the pot that God has provided for you today. There was one in their midst that was not satisfied with what was in the pot. And he figured he would go out and try to sweeten the pot and make it better. And the end result was a mess. Come on back next week and I'll tell you more about it. The program today has been a blessing to you, and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message. Just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.